minutes, Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 150 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of this podcast episode is simple yet profound. It is this. Asking for help. <laughs> Asking for help. Let's do it. Okay. So this is a podcast episode that is dedicated to all of the people that I know and love who are just like me, who don't ask for help. There's no way that we're going to be asking for help. No. If it if it's going to be done right, I got to do it myself, right? If it, if um if it is to be, it's up to me. Come on now. Like anything my mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Thanks, Napoleon Hill. Right? I'm a conscious creator. My thoughts are things and I control my reality. I'm not going to ask for help. I don't need nobody. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. So this is also uh, for those of you who were listening to our last podcast episode, episode 149 um, on stress eating. Where I shared my story uh, about, gosh, how my weight climbed up to higher than it has ever been before um, in 2020 uh, due to the positive and negative stresses that I was experiencing. And I left you with a cliffhanger. I left you with a cliffhanger of like, oh, and then I got help. And then end podcast. No. So I'm going to pick up uh, right where we left off. Uh, because I know I'm obviously the only person on the planet who has trouble asking for help. Um, and I also know that I am a unique unicorn in the entire universe that when I do ask for help, I suck at receiving it. And so <laughs> this is, again, I hope you can smell the sarcasm filling the room. Um, I, I hope it serves you to hear about, you know, my maladies and I hope you're laughing at me, uh, from far away, wherever you're listening in the world. I'm sending you so much love no matter what. I am here to open my heart, um, so that you can feel inspired and safe to do the same. So with that, asking for help. So the, the first part, and I explained this in the last podcast episode, what got me to asking for help was, hitting a rock bottom point in my experience so hard that I could admit, I don't know what I'm doing. Now, you you have to understand, like, if you look at all of my, like, you know, IQ tests, Myers-Briggs, Colby, Strengths Finder, even my astrology, my human design, if you look at all of the, like, the, the stuff all of the reports on how Victoria is built, even if you look at my uh, my rocket fuel visionary integrator tests, how Victoria, Sensei Victoria Whitfield is wired, is to be highly visionary and highly integrative. 
it's I remember especially when I took that um, from the rocket fuel book, the visionary and the integrator test. I took them and I was pissed because I got the same results, 74 and uh, 74, 75 on both tests. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm wired to not only have like quick start energy, but also to get it done. What the heck? Right. Most uh, I've. Gosh, I could be considered a bit of a personal growth and development junkie, and because I I do, as we shared in the last podcast episode, I have a bit of an addictive personality, um, and so I I know whenever they're like in the group coaching programs for entrepreneurs, they're like, who here's high on the quick start, and then most of the room raises their hands, and then uh, for me on quick start, I'm a six out of ten, so I'm not high. I'm 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 like I'm a four six six four. If y'all know Kobe. Um, and there's like a who here is like, you know, like six and under or mid range, stuff like that or low. And then me and like a couple, like maybe one or two, maybe five people out of the uh, group will raise their hands out of like a couple hundred people. And so it's, this is, this is a blessing and a curse. This is a blessing and a curse because, okay. If you go to victoriawhitfield.com, you're like, oh, Victoria, I like your website. Who did it? I'll say, I did. <laughs> and this is something that I'm smiling and so pissed off about. They're like, oh, Victoria, I like your email template. Who did that? I did. Oh, Victoria, I like how you do your social media on Instagram. Who set that up for you? Who'd you study with? No, I figured that out. Like, no. So... I am um, the queen of do-it-yourself. I know HTML, and I can read CSS and some JavaScript and stuff like that. So, and, and when I'm talking to my marketing team that I've paid tens of thousands of dollars now to do the thing, I've, like, I have to, they know me now. So I'm like, all right, are y'all going to do that or you want me to do it? And they're like, no, Victoria, you paid us to do it. I'm like, well, I, you know, I could just, and uh, on my end, I have to like, kind of smack myself. Stop. Stop. Take your hands off the keyboard, Victoria. Get out of Canva. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. You don't need to, you need to do the graphic design. Sure, I have a design eye, but I'm not supposed to be doing that, right? Because mine versus the professionals one there's a whole nother flavor to it and my nutrition journey uh which i explained in the last podcast episode is an excellent example of how i don't know what the hell i'm doing and i can admit now with confidence that at that time i don't know i had no idea I was going calories, by the way. I was like, oh, you know, if I just eat ice cream, I can eat around 900 calories a day. I'll be skinny. Nope. (laughs) Nope. There's a difference between caloric intake and body chemistry. And I, the second one, I had no idea how bad, how bad I was, oh. Oh man, I if you haven't listened to that podcast episode, go ahead and check it out. Episode one forty nine is Journeypreneur podcast. But 
So I, I, I had no idea. I thought like calories in, calories out, or, you know, okay, less carbs. There's technically less carbs in ice cream than bread, right? Or pasta. No, 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 no. Um, I've learned all types of things about nutrition. Uh, I know about ketosis. I know about, um, what vitamins to to take i know uh, about the different organs of the body and the systems and all this like i know uh, all different kinds of diets uh, fruititarianism monofruititarianism veganism freaking breatharianism this horrible diet don't do it uh or um being omnivore being vegan being uh pescatarian all of vegetarian uh and all of what that means that's like i know a lot of stuff i know a lot of stuff and, um, and I've had, I've generated some results in the past. Yeah, I've, I've, in the past, I've, uh, on my own, just being pissed off after a really bad breakup, I lost like 30 pounds. I just rage ran it all off in six months. Rage ran it all off. Uh, now there were, um, pros and cons and everything. Yay, I'm a smaller. Oh, my muscles ache. Because <laughs> I basically, I don't, I didn't just burn through my fat. I also burned through my muscle, which is super bad for you, right? That creates this thing called being skinny fat. But anyway, uh, like, so that, I know all different kinds of things. But, and I can do a lot of things with um, some excellence, right? But there are only a few things that I, Victoria, am uniquely brilliant at. So I can joke about being a unicorn in the universe uh, about stuff, or I can joke about I'm the only one on the planet who has this problem, and that's because I'm being sarcastic. You know that, right? You're intelligent. I don't have to tell you that twice. But there's, when it comes to asking for help, there's this thing around, I'm going to continue to make this about me, there's this thing in my pride where I have to be with my pride and admit I am not enough. I have to be with my pride of like, I, and also my emotional stuffing. So hiding behind the pride of being like I'm a Jane of all trades and master of some, uh, hiding behind that that pride of being multi-talented, right? I I can draw, I can sing, I can dance, I can write, um, and I can uh, cr- like I can uh, persuade, and I can do all kinds of like I can do a lot of things with some excellence. But there are only a few things that I am uniquely brilliant at. Hiding behind that pride, though, of doing things with excellence as opposed to unique brilliance, is also. What we talked about in the last podcast episode is my own pattern. I'm coming clean again. Here we go. My own pattern for emotional stuffing. But there's so as I also explained before, I I can't I've decided I've made a personal commitment to a lifelong commitment to not stuffing myself with certain toxic uh, behaviors and materials. And so, but I still have that pattern of addictive behavior. So it transfers, right? Transferred from smoking and drinking over to like binge eating ice creams and awesome stuff like that and having a good time. (laughs) But it's not just imbibing and consuming foods 
and materials. It's also taking on work and tasks. So I'm, I'm working, I'm building, I'm building up to asking for help. But let me tell you about the opposite of asking for help is doing it all. <laughs> and so another way for me personally to deal with the stress of my business ownership or the stress going on in the world or the stress of just uh, being a, a human in a body on a planet and, and that happens to be female and mixed race and all the stuff, like whatever, and queer and whatever. Like another way for me to deal with just baseline stress is doing stuff, doing stuff, getting shit done. Ah, the achiever in me, right? If you've done your strengths finder, mine is relator, empathy, strategic, um, uh, wait, relator, empathy, strategic, achiever, adaptability. Those are my five strengths from off of my strengths finder. And I would love to hear what yours are. You could, uh, leave a comment when you leave your five star review on iTunes, um, or in the comment section on Podbean. So I have achiever in my top five strengths, right? The, the study of shows, right? The strengths finder study shows that I have achiever. So, one of the ways that I deal with stress, cope with stress, is just getting things done, smashing through tasks. And, <laughs> you know, there's this thing that happens when you become an entrepreneur and business owner. There's always something to do. Always. 24 by 7. 365.6 or whatever that amount. All the time. There is always something to be done there's always something to tinker with there's all and and forget about uh, being an entrepreneur and business owner there's always laundry there's always dishes there's always something on the desk to be rearranged it makes me think of my father i love my dad and whenever i talk to him and he's getting very thoughtful or he's processing something more emotionally he will literally pick up dinner napkins and start folding them or moving like cutlery around or just like kind of moving like touching it and he's still talking but it's to process the energy and the whatever expression is coming through him. He does it physically. And I'm like, oh, he's an achiever, too. Look at how he rearranged all the cutlery. Now it's in a nice line. I have feelings about that. <laughs> right? Or if someone have you ever been talking to them and they, like, start... um trying to make sure all the papers that they are holding or something are arranged in a certain order. Like, this is another stress coping mechanism, is doing things, right? How, a shout out to those of you who, like me, do stress cleaning, right? Oh my gosh, stress tasking in the business. Ah, man, tinkering with my website, the reason why it's gotten nicer and nicer over the years is that, all right, Ah, I need to work off some of this extra energy. Let me hit it, head into the code or let me research um, better responsive designs or let me look at different brand colors and la, 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 right? Getting in there and tinkering. Tinkering. It's so satisfying to that nagging, chompy stress um, that can come up just naturally. It's not because I'm a freaked out, anxious person. 
but we live in a freaked out, anxious world. We're not supposed to be eating out of a box, sitting in front of a box, waking up in a box and jumping in a box to get where we're going to sit in a box all day so that we can live a boxed life and receiving boxes in the mail and then putting boxes in the trash. Like, it's it. That's stressful. It's it's not natural. It's not natural. And so being outside of our natural environment and patterns, it's it induces a lot of mm, let's say background low level stress. And so tasking and getting things done and doing them yourself, well, I'll put uh, this is another argument for it. Let's put this here. I know when it's going to get finished. I know when if I do it, I officially have all of the moment-to-moment updates on how far along this task or project is. And I will know the exact moment it is finished. Ah, yeah. The controller in me was like, oh, yeah, baby, I love it. I know it all. I feel it all. I'm doing it all, right? This, This is a bit of a control disorder. Why? Because it comes to so many things that I can't control. Uh, and it's trying to manage my relationship with things that I can't control, such as how I feel or my health or the weather or the economy or, or how somebody else is feeling and what they're saying and all this stuff. So, okay. I could, there's, there's this other thing where I could ask for help and let somebody else do it. And be a creep about it where you just kind of drive by, give it to them. I'm like, all right, I need help with this. Okay, thanks. <laughs> no explanation. Just be like, all right, I, I need to ask for help. So I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to dump it on this person. I'm going to bounce and just completely turn into a poof like a ghost. And then come back around and be mad when they didn't do it the exact way and in the exact time frame that I wanted. Right. Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt, got the book, bit the book and then taught uh, out of the book live on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Shout out to all those of you who are listening who are members of the Entrepreneur Master Manifestors Facebook group. You've literally seen me bite books that have changed my life on camera. Big hugs and love to those of you. Um, and by the way, if you know which book I'm talking about, send me an email back, Victoria with Victoria at victoriawhitfield.com. What book am I talking about right now? If I want it done right, I hmm. Okay, that's a hint, and I'm not going to give you any more hints. But anyway, so I've been there, done that of drive-by delegating and it being a hot mess. And then, uh, so especially if, like, if you use Fiverr, for example, Fiverr is a breeding ground for, like, drive-by delegating. Trust. I know. I know. And I've gotten better and better over time at complete, because completely screwing it up. I'm like, oh, this is what I want. And then they give me what I, you know, according to the parameters that I set, their best shot. And then it's like, I don't like what you did. And now you you have my money, right? And so now I have to go in and double check it or like we'll go back and forth, blah, 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 blah. That's a hot mess. I also have had the experience of like, okay, uh, part of my team is overseas. Uh, like I have team members all over the planet though, all over the United States, 
all over, like, I have Northern Hemisphere and Southern Hemisphere people. I have, like, people in different countries. Like, I have people all over the planet. So, yes, you could say I outsource, but I outsource all over. I have people in in-state, out-of-state, all the place. There's somebody in outer space who could do something for me. Child, I'm going to eventually delegate it to them. And so I've had the experience of time zone difference. Ask for help. I can do this. Okay. And then waiting. They're going to do it with excellence. But, oh, oh, my God. I don't know what's happening because I'm not the one updating the, the website or I'm not the one. Um, doing all a uh, uh, scheduling out all of the posts or something like that. It's like, oh, what do you do um, with that weight between actually doing a really great job of conveying that here is exactly what I want and how I want it and when I want it by and how we're going to communicate along the path um, at the beginning, the middle, and the end, right? And and here's how we could like all of that, like. Doing a good job of conveying it. But then once you release, it's like your task, it, 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 instead of it's in my own hands, and I'm like, yay, I get to, my precious, my precious, I get to do the thing. No, I put it on its little backpack and, um, ducky shoes, and it gets on the school bus and goes away. Oh, I don't get to have the satisfaction of doing the thing anymore asking for help how in the world how in the world do we get there first off it's acknowledging what's not working right if you want to you know to send your task off and have the like wonderful experience of it coming back and being like yay I'm great and everything's wonderful and everything's done uh you you have to begin with acknowledging hmm something's not working what am I uh, another way that I do this with my clients is what are you tolerating what are you tolerating it's not just not just about putting out fires and, and suppressing explosions, but it could just very well be what you're tolerating doing. If you're anything like me and you're multi-talented, you do a lot of things with excellence, you are tolerating the fact that you can do a lot of things with excellence. What are those? What are those? A sign that you're doing something with excellence is that you do it very well, but it can get exhausting. It can get draining and exhausting. It takes time. Or it'll crowd your your energy uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and do the thing but I gotta get in my zone I gotta da, 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 like I gotta really get into it and and it's not the thing that you could do at the drop of a hat anytime anywhere and be absolutely fabulous at it's something that can kind of crowd and take up space time um and energy from you so what are you tolerating? It's the first thing that you want to think about. And um, if you're driving, don't write this down. But if you are not driving, <laughs> write this down. What am I tolerating? What am I tolerating? And especially around what's not going well. If you're tolerating something, it's because it's not going well. Um, this is not about um, being tolerant, right, to other people who come from 
who come from different marginalized, um, you know, identities or backgrounds or choices, all types of that's no, this is different than tolerance. This is um, what are you allowing to go wrong? What are you allowing to go wrong consistently? AKA, what are you tolerating? And then from there, you want to look and then see, okay, this is what I'm tolerating. So what are the results and outcomes because of this toleration? Right? What are the results and outcomes because of this toleration? What am I experiencing that I don't like? Right? You can look at that to see because it has impact. Trust. It's powerful to see what this is. This literally will take like maybe five minutes if you really sit with this. So what are the things am I tolerating? What are the results and outcomes that are resulting from this toleration? And then lastly, do I want this? Specifically, that was number two of the results and outcomes. Do I want these results and outcomes that I'm experiencing from these tolerances. Do I want this? It's a yes or a no. And my clients know that when, when you have a case of like the waffles of like, oh, you know, I kind of want, no, 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 no. We'll make it even more dramatic. This is how I do it with my clients. It's, it's either a hell yes or a hell no. There's no waffles. So if you can hell yes on it, it's a yes. If you can hell no on that, it's a no. So if you have a case of the waffles, just ask, all right, is it a hell yes or a hell no? If I'm waffling no, it's a hell no. So it's a no. <laughs> if I'm waffling, well, actually, yeah, I do. I got like if I'm waffling on the side of yes, it's a hell yes, which means it's a yes. Does that make sense? So if this is not what you want, then it's time to admit you need some help. To admit, you don't know what you're doing. So I don't know what I'm doing. You may know tons of stuff. I'll put it on me. I know a lot of stuff. I've even led food and energy work and nutrition retreats before. But I'm, I was ballooning up. I was ballooning up. Okay, so what was I tolerating? What was I tolerating? The exhaustion. The exhaustion, the exhaustion, the exhaustion of getting heavier and heavier and living in a body that's bigger than my frame um, can naturally support. Living at, uh, with a metabolism that's lower than can sustain me for the type of performance that I desire to execute. Okay, so what is the results? Lower performance and also caps on my ability to sell. I would get exhausted after a certain amount of sales calls which I know I could do more. I know I could do more. I had time, I had energy. Uh, well, now I have energy. I had time and space to be able to take on more sales calls. But because I would, my energy wasn't there, my performance started to tank. And that was a result of me tolerating all of this fatigue, fatigue, fatigue of um, extending from my overeating, right? If you remember from last podcast episode. And so then that the next question is, well, do I want that? Do I want to sell less? Do I want to help less people? 
than I'm called to or than are who are asking for my help? Do I want that? That'd be a hell no. <laughs> right? I wanna I wanna make sure that anyone that is a soulmate client of mine, I am calling you in. And I am strong enough and vibrant enough and and healthy enough to receive you and everybody else in to myself and my company and to make the impact that source has called down upon my life. I, I want to make sure that I'm capable of it. So I then came to the point of admitting, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I had to sit with that. And anybody who's ever worked with me knows if you ask me a question, I have an answer. It is weird. I think it's weird. And it's because my spirit guides every time I'm like, well, what about this? I'll tune to my spirit guides and they have something to say. I uh, include my spirit guides. So that like I always have an answer. That one right there, I just I chose to accept. I don't have all the answers because of the results that I was generating, the increase of weight, the loss of energy and then the uh, how do we say plateauing sales. And so that get that is what got me to enough of a rock bottom to ask for help. And here's how I did it. Right. So here's how I did it. When I finally admitted to myself, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm ready to receive help. Um, I wrote down what I do want. I want to have tons of energy. Right. I I I want. I want to have vibrant nutrition. I want to be set free from my oh, abusive relationship with food. I I want to I want to feel free. I want to, like I wrote down all of my desires and desires can very easily come out of the opposite, right? So you will know what you want as soon as you are clear on what you don't want. If I have a history of severe indecision because of codependency and insecurity issues. So I would always, my, I've said this before, uh, my default response would be, well, what do you want? If someone asked me what I want, because uh, I would just be empty. Now I understand a great way to circumvent that empty brain that has no idea what Victoria wants is to connect to, well, this is what I don't want. I know I don't want this. And so in that moment, the same moment that you know what you don't want is the very same moment that you do. So how you start asking for help is you're not, don't even tell anybody yet. You have to get clear in you. I had to get clear in me first to be like, all right, I, I work on my business and my clients and, and also my family community all the time. I keep forgetting like, what does Victoria want? What does Victoria want? Well, this is something I don't want. So here's what I do. And I wrote all of that down. Wrote all of that down. And from there, reading through all of that, I saw visions as I'm writing. I tend to see visions while I'm writing. The two happen at the same time. Some people, they like stop writing and then they'll consciously do a visualization meditation of like, you know, realizing the thing that they wrote. Um, maybe you're wired that way. I'm wired to like see visions while I'm writing. And as I was writing all of that, I started seeing all the implications of what would happen if I had what I wanted, right? Saving more lives, helping more families, making this world a better place. 
serving more people, more laughter, more joy, more energy to enjoy the laughter and the joy, right? Um, better team, right? Bigger team and uh, better platforms and all this. Like if I had more resource, the main resource driving behind my business is me. Huh, I need help. And when I receive help, what I produce will get even better because I'm pouring positive resource and support into the thing that is driving my results. That is me. By the way, I'm saying it in that way to help you understand why your self-care is important because I have to argue that to myself all the time. I really do. I really do. I have to argue that to myself all the time. Why does my self-care matter? Why? When I'm helping out all these other people and all this type of stuff, why does my self-care matter? Because the force behind all results that I'm experiencing is me. And if I want to increase my results, I have to take care of the force that generates them. And that is me, my health, my well-being, my energy, my creativity, my, my mental prowess, my magnetism, right? My, my personal arousal and energy levels. I have to take care of that. If I want to see increased results, can't just sit like the law of attraction is really sneaky. Have you ever seen the secret and all of that of like, oh, your thoughts are things and stuff. But if you just spend all your time humming on a mountain about how you want, I want a million dollars, I want a million dollars, I want a million dollars. And you don't take care of the force that is going to bring that million and going to ask for the support necessary in order to bring that million, meaning take care of yourself. Then you'll just be fat and humming on a mountain with no money. And don't get me wrong, it's great. Fat and humming on a mountain sounds great. <laughs> but it's different than the intended result. You follow? <laughs> yeah. So with that, like, I I wanted more of my results. So I started writing out all the things that I want, coming to terms with, I don't know how to get this. And then, this is the secret sauce. Get ready to write this down. Get ready to have your mind blown. <laughs> I told somebody. <laughs> I told somebody. I, I'm like, holy cow. How many of us create vision boards, goal cards, strategic plans, write all the notes in the journals and in the workbooks? And it got big ass binders coming out the wazoo from every single one of our coaches. I'm listing all the stuff that I do. Well, I'll put a I'll put hundred percent of that on me. How many sticky notes? And I'm in I'm in my room right now at home looking at like all of the sticky notes. I it looks like a sticky rainbow up in here of and ideas and desires galore and. Here's my problem. Maybe this will speak to you. I would attribute my win or the achievement to realizing I had a want, right? To writing it down of like, I want this or and yay, I did it. I wrote my goal card and I would stop there. Or, yay, I read my goal card day and night and day and night. Or I, I looked at my vision board or the, my collage or whatever day and night and day and night. And that would be the win. That would be the achievement of I did it. No. 
<laughs> that's not true anymore. <laughs> I understand now that that's actually not the achievement. The achievement is to take the thing on the vision board and go to somebody, especially as somebody who is connected to the thing on the vision board and be like, hey, what I'm looking for is, <laughs> hey, can you help me? What I'm looking for is, I'm going to repeat this again, write this down, blow your mind and blow your life open. Hey, can you help me? What I'm looking for is, can you help me? What I'm looking for is, like this, this is so profound that if you miss this, oh, child, you have missed the bus on your abundance. This has changed my life because when I wrote down, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with my body. I want to be hot. I want to be strong. I want to um, not be afraid of eating food anymore. And I don't want to, I don't, I want to fit in the claw. I want to melt out of my clothes and all this type. So I wrote all of that down and then I went and told somebody. I didn't even know that the person that I told had anything to do with what I wanted. They were just a safe person to tell. Lo and behold, it was my bookkeeper, Julie Chopa, ClarityFinances.com, by the way. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I wanted to lose some weight. I know somebody who does permanent weight loss for busy female entrepreneurs. Yeah, I dropped 15 pounds. This year is really easy. And I'm like, uh. You know, I thought it was going to be hard. I thought I was going to have to, like, read a book, watch a ton of YouTubes. I thought I would have to be like lifting weights or I have to starve myself or something like that. Or I thought I had to, I was, I was mentally prepared to reinvent the wheel. Now that I know that I don't know what I'm doing, but I just told somebody who is safe to talk to. Julie's amazing. And And she just so happened to know somebody who knows exactly how to, to help me find what I'm looking for. This is manifesting. The universe, she's crazy. The universe is really sneaky. She will magnetize to you everything that you need. And people are really powerful for bringing to you what you need. But how you ask for help governs whether or not you're going to get what you're looking for. How you ask for help is a recap. Right? Let's recap. You get clear on what are you tolerating that's not going well. And all of the results of those crappy tolerations. And then you ask yourself, do I want this? Really? If it's a hell yes, leave it alone. If it's a hell no, then it's time to admit, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And so write down all the stuff about that of what you don't want. Write all the stuff that you don't want. And from out of that, you can get clear on write what you do want. You write all of what you do want. Oh, get the clarity. This is a clarity generation process. But the the 
process does not stop at getting clarity. Please hear me when I say this to you. The the process does not stop with getting clarity. I know, I know, I know we can, as personal growth and development junkies, you and me both, we can get have our clarity gasm and then just fall on the floor and be done and forget that we were making some progress. But no, don't stop there. Once you have your clarity gasm, you go and find somebody and you say, hey, can you help me? What I'm looking for is insert list of wants. And here's what's going to happen. All of this, by the way, I did not learn from a coaching program. I learned from doing shamanic vision journey meditations every day. Okay. This, when you do vision journeys, your vision journeys are only as powerful as the questions that you ask. Right. And so in journey practice, if you go and you ask, like, you know, the the first power animal, you see, hey, I'm trying to, can you help me with my heart chakra? And the power animal says, no, what do you do? You ask, well, can you help me find somebody who can? The same thing. I'm going to take it out of journey now and put it in the real human plane, right? The, the real world. Uh, this is such a BS thing to say, but it will put it on the, the ordinary reality, right? The, the shared um, co-creation that we're in right now as physical human beings. If I were to tell Julie, like, hey, can you help me? What I'm looking for is someone who can help me with my nutrition and uh, help me lose some weight. I, I'm, I'm bigger than I've ever been and I really need help. And she said, well, no, I don't really know. And she'll say, uh, then I say, well, who do you know who? Or do you, can you help me find somebody who knows? Keep asking until you get the manifestation that you seek. The only reason why I'm the leader of the Entrepreneur Master Manifestors group of hundreds of entrepreneurs from all over the world who are getting more of what they want is this very simple principle. Shout out to Abraham Hicks. It is ask and it is given. And that is how you ask for help. That is how you ask for help and receive it. Okay, that's another can of worms. Receiving help is another can of worms. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's returning back to how to receive the help that you're getting is to return to that original list of the old tolerations, right? As you're moving out from the old paradigm to the new paradigm and someone's trying to help you and you're like, I can do it. Go back to the list of old tolerations and and the results of those old tolerations to sober you up. So wait a minute. This person's trying to help me. Get away from all this crappy crap from before. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. All right, I'm going to allow myself to receive. I don't know everything. I am not enough. And I mean that with power. I don't mean that to demean myself. I'm very good at beating myself up in my head. Victoria is very good at beating Victoria up. And say, you're not enough. You're not doing enough. You need to keep going. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Highly developed inner shadow. But when I say I'm not enough right now to you, coming to terms with that and receiving help, that's from a power state of I'm not enough. 
I can't do this on my own. I was not built by source to exist in a vacuum and struggle and reinvent the entire universe on my own. There's a wonderful wide world out there full of people, resources, ideas, energies, experiences. If I were to step outside of the bubble, the lie that this is a bubble that I have to figure everything out and do everything inside of it. If I just step outside of this, my life can become straight up magical. Straight up magical. The minute you do that, you become a master manifester. You become a conscious creator. And it is as simple as asking so that it that it is given. I have to say, though, my guides are piping up and saying receiving is another journey. Being able to receive the help that um, you've asked for <laughs> and signed up for is a whole nother journey, a whole nother conversation. But I have been like hooting and hollering with you on these this podcast episode. And it's time for me to rest my voice. <laughs> And go and have something to eat, something healthy to eat. So this is where we're going to land for now. And I hope you wrote those words down so that you can start asking for help. This is um, Workaholics Anonymous. Yes, this is so Workaholics Anonymous. Right. And I'm right there with you. Taskaholics right do get her done a uh, uh, a or whatever yeah we're putting that down we're beginning to release the addiction to doing opening up and going into a new paradigm of being enjoying flowing collaborating co-creating coexisting communing and communicating and so it is alrighty so that's it for today's podcast episode. So if this is your first time tuning into the Journeypreneur podcast, hello, gorgeous. And hello, my guardian angels, all of my men, all sisters and brothers in business are welcome here. If you have not yet, hit that subscribe button on iTunes or Podbean so that you get the notifications first every single time one of these new podcast episodes is released and uploaded, syndicated. Um by the way, share the love. This is awesome, right? Hit that share button. Who do you know who, right? Including you, but who do you know who needs to hear that they should ask for help? And when they're like, I don't know how, just send them this podcast episode. Slide that into their DMs. Just slide it into their DMs. Let them know, like, maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe you should consider not doing it all yourself. I love you, right? Send them some love uh, by sharing this podcast episode with them, with your network, with your group, right? If you have a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group, by all means, share this um, and encourage your people to ask so that it is given. Um, and by the way, this is episode number 150. That's 150, baby. And if this is spoken to you, I want to hear about it. So leave me a comment here on iTunes, by the way. The only way that you can leave me a comment is by leaving your five-star review, because that's where the comments box is, box is. So you put that, episode 150, Victoria, when you talked about asking for help, 
Oh my gosh, when you broke it down, it spoke to me. Here, let me share my story. Put it in there. Tell me all of the juicy bits, all of your greatest gifts from today's podcast episode right here in the comment section on Podbean. Because here's the thing. When you do that, when you leave your comments, you do several things. One, you refill my tank. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart to all those of you who had, like, this is, you are the reason why I can keep going. You are the reason. Number two, you also inspire others to refill their tanks here at the Journeypreneur podcast. And that's really huge because our sisters and brothers in business need to know where is the good food at? Things that really fill their cup, um, open their heart and keep them on that journey uh, to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as conscious entrepreneurs. And then three, another thing that you do is that when when you leave your comments, right, your five-star review on iTunes, right, or as you're going in on Podbean, when I read your comments, that inspires me to know exactly what was the best thing that helped you so that I can do more of that. Like, I want this to get better and better with time, as it has been, I know. Um, and it's because of your contributions to our tribe. So tell me, what spoke to you? Maybe your um, insights could create new podcast episodes in the future, and I will shout you out for sure. Absolutely. So with that, I'm going to bring this podcast episode to a close the same way that I do every single time. Please remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.